So I thought we'd kick off this podcast with a little who we are and, you know, what we do. Well, I'm Perry. I'm Alifa. And we are both entrepreneurs. And we're married. We are recently married, got married in September on the 7th. Yep. Saying that in this podcast because I'll remember my anniversary date then forever. And if you don't, then I can, you know, refer you to episode one. Perfect. Um, yeah, maybe start with how I would say we got married quickly. COVID married. COVID dating. COVID dating and marriage. So that's how quick it was in the entire duration of COVID. We met, dated, bought a house. Well, that was all in the first three months. Bought a house, got married, and here we are. Yeah. How did we meet, Perry? I'm a creeper, and I stalked Aletha. So we both have mutual friends. So that that's a key critical item, the path to us getting married. But two, we both wear a fitness tracker called Whoop. Yeah, so I think it, how we met kind of is rooted in personal development and growth and how, you know, married to it we are. Yeah. To, to the point where it actually led to well, our marriage. Yeah, I don't think we met because of personal development and growth, but that's why we clicked. We met because I was just a creeper. Yes. Of. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You crept. Yeah. Yeah. How did you creep? So like I was saying, we both have a Whoop wearable. Um, it's it's like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, but it's made for athletes. Highly recommended. I'm sure we'll talk about it on a different episode on why we like it so much. But you can create teams on it. And it, the teams are like for accountability, right? So I can see how well my teammates are sleeping and recovering and how much strain they're putting in. And we had a mutual friend that created a team of just people he knew. Um, so for an Eric and a team, I was on it. Aletha was on it. Some other random guy was on it. And I had never met. I only knew Eric. Eric. Yeah. And I really only knew Eric too, but I knew his other buddy from the gym. Just what what kind of gym? I think that's important. A weightlifting gym. gym. Yeah. Oh, it, it, okay. Eric was my personal trainer at the time. And uh, so we were on the same team together and it was COVID. So I, I wasn't really doing much jiu-jitsu because jiu-jitsu was really, really challenging to do at that time, whether it be because our business was closed or you had to wear masks or whatever it might have been. At this point in time, we were closed. So we couldn't operate. I mean, you in as in business. you own a jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah, I own a jiu-jitsu gym. But jiu-jitsu in general in Wisconsin was shut everything, down. Everything was shut down. Shut down. All businesses except for basically grocery stores and restaurants to go. Yeah. So you were at home not training because your business that you own was shut down. I Well, I was training, but I was teaching like solo movements on live Zoom. Zooms, which if you guys know jiu-jitsu, like it's like dancing with another person. You need another person there. There's only so much you can do on your own. So I would really have this itch. I've been doing jiu-jitsu for like 13 years at the time. And now I'm forced to not do it for two months. And I don't even have an injury. So I'm just sitting there itching how like, where can I do jiu-jitsu? Okay. So then back to how we met. So we have the whoop. And uh, my buddy and uh, coach Eric is also a jiu-jitsu person and was a teammate of Aletha's. And we were on a team together and I was looking at Eric one day to see, I don't know, just checking out our team stats or whatever it was. I was bored. I was bored. And I saw that Aletha, whoever that might have been, I didn't know who she was at the time, was on there and she tracked that she did jujitsu. Yeah. So 
you know, I I broke the number one rule of Fight Club. Fight Club. It, basically advertising that I was, well, training in a Fight Club. It was theoretically underground because gyms were closed. Um, and obviously, jujitsu is a very sport. It's a sport that you participate in close proximity to one to another. Yeah. Um, and so we were, myself and a couple friends who I did not know knew Perry at the time were training, you know, kind of under the radar. And then Eric, our mutual friend, texts me one night and says, where are you training? And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't mean to record that. I forgot other people could see my activity. And I lied. And I said that I was just doing warm-ups by myself in my in my apartment. Um, no one does that. Yeah. Jake is a white belt. So, you know, I mean, we still, I still did. I mean, some people do that. But like 0.5% so, of people Yeah. So I told Eric when he texted that I was not, in fact, training. And then 10 minutes later, I get a text. And what does the text say? Well, I asked Eric and I was like, Eric, we haven't been training at all. Who's this Alita person and how and where is she doing jujitsu? So he's like, you should text her. And, and in the meantime, while he's texting, while Eric's texting you, Eric's also texting me. And I'm like, who the hell is Perry? And is he single? Well, wait, no, actually, I was like, who the hell is Perry? And he said, oh, he owns a gym. And then I'm thinking, well, I might as well start training other places. So then I asked if you were single because, you know, it's only fair as a woman to make sure that the guy isn't like in a relationship while you're trying to like slide in his DM and ask to wrestle with him. <laughs> so then you texted me. I just, you know, I was just making sure I wasn't rocking a boat. So I texted her and I asked her where Fight Club was. And then I lied and I said nowhere. I said the same thing I told Eric. I mean, I said... I know you're not supposed to talk about Fight Club, but where is Fight Club? Yeah. And I said, nowhere. Training in my living room. And then we texted and kept texting. And I kept lying about it for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Not very well. No. And then it turns out that I was training with people that you knew. And yeah. then I invited you. One of my teammates at another one of my teammates' gyms. Yeah. I see you're still hurt and by I, this. And then, our, then we started training together yeah doing jujitsu yeah so we met in a fight club during covid yeah but i like let's be honest like i wasn't out to meet anyone i just wanted to do jujitsu i mean i wasn't necessarily i literally when i asked you where fight club was that's all i was interested in right and now and then and then you ended up with a wife here i am (laughs) two years later i mean they say when you least expect two and a half years right two and a half years for meeting yeah, it's been a little over two years since we bought the house. So that was what, April of 2020, we met. Yeah. We got an accepted offer on the house that we're in now in August. So from April to August, we met, basically tried to kill each other with our bare hands uh-huh. in a fight club and bought a house. Success. Here I am. We're sitting in it right now. Yeah. This is, yeah. I mean, it was quick. And then two years later, now we're married and have a podcast. Yeah. Here we are. So we spent basically the first, what, six months of our relationship in just kind of working from home, growing our businesses. I was still actively, so in real estate, so 
I was still actively working with clients and out, you know, in the field. As yeah, I, I, you know, and I was probably working, I was working more than I did before. So like all the hours I was doing jiu-jitsu and teaching jiu-jitsu, I was now just working, not actually doing jiu-jitsu. Doing jiu-jitsu is working like when I'm there teaching. But right. like because I couldn't teach, like I still wanted to work on my business. Right. And in all honesty, like the virtual classes was way more work than just going into the gym and teaching a class. It's For like sure. Setting up the camera, logging online, you know, putting reminder messages. And it was a pain to do it. But uh we figured it out. Yeah, and I was I had a business partner at the time. It, Maybe kind of on the downfall of the business partnership, I'd say. So I started really working in the business or working on the business kind of more strategically. Um, and I think one thing that, you know, kind of took us out of Fight Club into the dating realm, other than <laughs> other than boredom, because um, we for sure just had time on our hands. We were just, you know was was our connection to personal development and like growing and entrepreneurial like activities yeah i i knew going into like being a jiu-jitsu athlete and coach and business owner and also having a day job i knew that i was going to need someone in my life who understood what that meant from like a me commitment standpoint yeah and you know funny right before right before you stalked me I had told one of my training partners from the gym that I was training at that before the shutdown, I think it was actually January of 2020, that I was looking for somebody that owned a business because I wanted to make sure that they knew kind of my, like what it took personally to commit to growing a business. I mean, especially with like a realtor, right? If you married or dated someone who had just a nine to five job, a lot of your work is after five o'clock. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you're like passing ships, right? And I'm the same way. A lot of my work happens after five o'clock when I'm teaching class. So it was important for me to find someone that kind of understood that there are commitments as an entrepreneur or as, you know, potentially an athlete or whatever it might be that your workday doesn't just end at five every day. I mean, I don't, I would, I would argue workday just never ends or begins. It's just one giant integration. That's really funny. Everyone thinks of like what the first day of the week is, or it's like, I hate Mondays or I love Fridays. And I'm just like, every day is just a day. Yeah. The Sunday scaries, I don't think exist, at least in our household. Cause we're just, I mean, we spend our Sundays working on our businesses typically. At least the last part planning out the next week. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so I think that that's one of the things that just kind of really ignited us like wow, this person would be really great for me. And it also happened that you were, you know, thought you were hot. Aw, I thought you were hot too, babe. Thanks, honey. And then, you know, the second, I think the first first or second time you came over to my house, you brought over a copy of Profit First, which I'm a Keller Williams agent. And that's, that's a big, like, you know, use that our CEO of Keller Williams loves Profit First. So I had just read the book and he shows up with a copy of it. And I was like- Entrepreneurs, if you haven't read- profit first uh and you're looking to actually make money in your business it's one of the best yeah. first we can do a whole episode on profit first day sure. a business for sure but i think when you came to the door instead of having a bouquet of flowers with it and well, rather... because we were talking about you know even after like rolling and training our first time somehow we started talking about like 
favorite podcasts and favorite business books mm -hmm. because we could connect on the jujitsu side of things, but we could also con or connect on the entrepreneurial side of things. And you're in a business that is, and you're still in a business that is in a growth stage right now. So mm -hmm. you are trying to find like as many resources as you can to keep that momentum growing. Yeah, and so as well. I have been a full-time agent only for three and a half years. And Perry had started his business, you know, a decade, over a decade ago. 2008. So, yeah, so we're just in different stages of like where, you know, the snowball, the entrepreneurial snowball is in terms of growth. You've had multiple business coaches. I hadn't hired, oh, no, I had Trish. I had one business coach yeah. that was like business life, kind of how to establish foundation, how to push through on comfort, um, and then a therapist, which, you know, I mean, without my therapist, I'd be nowhere for sure. I don't even know if I'd be doing jujitsu. So I had like the overall life coach mindset before we met. But then when we started dating, it was like, I wow, I should have a business coach. Why don't I have a business coach? I have three. Um <laughs> Really went all in on that too. Um, but it just, I, we just kind of clicked because it was, we were in this understanding of kind of what it took and also had the chemistry. And so it was just perfect. It was perfect. So things moved quickly. We met during a fight club. We both shopped at Costco. I think that was our first day. It was Costco. Yeah. It was, but it was a critical factor, right? Because like we met up over jujitsu a few times. And then did you invite me on, like, oh, we did dog walks because we had dogs. Mm -hmm. You invited me to a bonfire. Mm -hmm. That was after, that was the day of Costco. That was the day of Costco. Yeah. But the first day we kind of like hung out that wasn't either with our dogs. Or in a business. Or in a business, or in jujitsu. Yeah. Was Costco. Yeah. So, you know, entrepreneurs have to eat too. So it just made sense. And it was the only thing that was really open. Very true. So we went to Costco. Um, yeah. And then I think it just kind of stemmed from there. So the podcast for me was just a natural thing. I mean, full disclosure, I was probably driving between clients one day and text a period of red light saying we should start a podcast because I tend to be a little bit more of a dreamer than I think you are where you're like, okay, what's the plan? And like, they're, well, why do we need a plan where let's just do it. Um, I'm a very systems oriented person, process and system oriented person. And I'm not, I, I pay somebody to do that. And in probably I pay somebody to drive crazy because I'm not, and I, you know, I do, I, uh, there's not enough money in the world that I could pay my pay, pay my systems person for sure. But, um, so then you said like, okay, give me five episodes ideas and I spit them out right away. And then, you know, you're not one to say no to an opportunity. So here we are. Now we have a podcast. And I'm excited. Are you excited? I am. So what is our, uh, you know, what are some of our episodes we have coming up? Topics. Um, for sure, I want to talk about our favorite new habits that we've set over the last year. I think you are like the king of integrating a new habit into your life. Um, I need to date habits for a really long time before they become actual commitment habits. Um, 
So yeah, but I also we'll talk about that habit episode. Yeah, but I think we set we set and establish habits differently. So I think that's kind of even though we live in the same household, we just have very different ways of setting and establishing habits. I also want to talk about for sure audiobooks, books we've consumed, we like paper and audio. It's all just consumption. It doesn't matter what form you're doing it in. Um, over the Not last knowledge consumption. Yeah, and then. I'd love to talk about my favorite podcasts because between the two of us, we listen to a lot of podcasts um, and things like that. Just, you know, and anything else. If people want to hear ideas or, you know, personal branding. I mean, we've got lots of things to talk about. Many. Yeah. I mean, Alita has like four college degrees and an MBA. <laughs> That's not true. But yes, I, I loved school. Two. two. <laughs> One? None? I don't know. Two. You have two. The, 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 none of them matter, really. It's like chemistry, law, nursing, macroeconomics, and poli-sci. Okay, that's an exaggeration. I graduated with a degree in poli-sci, yes. Then I went back to school for nursing when I realized I am not a nurse, so I finished in chemistry. And then I went to business school after working in research for a little bit. So I, I used my chemistry degree for sure. Definitely use my business degree. Um, and honestly, if you asked me today if I could do it again, I would take all of the classes at like an ad so hoc basis. So Almanac over here has a lot of knowledge on random stuff. Yeah. She's like the fun fact queen. I paid a lot of money to win. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit, you want her on your team. But and you are, I, I, this kind of goes with how we establish habits for sure. I'm kind of all over the place. I need to date it. I need to decide if I like it. I'm classic ADHD through and through. You were like, this is what I'm, this, I will pursue this and you will set any system you need and any process you need to do it at a super high level. I've had the same life kind of, at least work life for, since college. Yeah. You... Like I started my gym in 2008 as a sophomore in college. When I graduated in 2011, yes, it took me five years. That's what happens when you start a business in college um, and you're training a lot and you're working 30 hours a week. In 2011, I started my job at Accenture. And since 2011, I've had my job at Accenture and I've gone to the, and I've owned my gym. And it's just, that's been my consistency. I've never changed jobs. I've changed projects and, you know, paths a little bit within Accenture, but you know, it's nine to five, five to nine. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I would say every, yeah. Not every day, but. It blends. Where I I also graduated my undergrad in five years, but that's because I had seven different majors. Not graduated. I did not graduate with seven different majors. I just changed changed my mind. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had one. MSOE's like, you go to MSOE and it's like, you pick your major from day one and it's like, here are the courses you take. And if you deviate off and you go to something else, it's like it don't, some of the courses that you took before don't matter anymore because you start taking... College, you take your final degree courses like freshman year and it's it's wild Anyways. yes i went liberal arts school i could have gone you know pre i started i think i started pre-med slash nursing my mom wanted to be a nurse i wanted to go to medical school but i also didn't want to study and then you know i think i changed it Ace the LSAT. yeah i explored i explored options so the fact that i do what i do now is 100 percent because i love it um 
And there was a while in there where I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was a nanny, which I think helps me as an agent more than anything, quite frankly, because I was able to like really learn how much somebody's house plays a role in their life. But um, yeah, anyway, we just we have different, just very different paths to how we ended up in entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneurs. I did start my first business when I was nine. So, you know, I beat you to it. Knickknack News, neighborhood newspaper. I sold, I sold 25 cents an issue. It was on a typewriter because I'm old. I did not have a job when I was nine. Yeah, I hustled. So, yeah, I think basically this podcast is just about us. Probably a, some banter. I'm sure you'll make fun of me a few times. Easy target. I never did that. And then how we work on our, on our businesses, in our businesses, how we stay passionate about our businesses, because I think that's huge. It's super easy to get burnt out as running a business, and you've got two. Um, and just two or two. Well, you have, I guess I have two businesses now, but that's news coming. I'm starting a third. Well, we have a podcast now, but you have a, you have a nine to five, a corporate nine to five. Oh, yeah. A very, very corporate nine to five. And then you own a business and I've got my real estate business and um, some other a side hustle in the works that will be announced soon. Um, yeah. And just kind of how to stay passionate and excited because there are, I think the thing is about entrepreneurship is that it's boring as hell. It's very repetitive. It could be lonely. Yeah. Not but I have you. Um, we're so lame. But anyway, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about on this future episode? I'm excited. And pumped. I mean, I the options are limitless for future episodes. So if you have feedback, definitely let us know on what you'd like to hear. But like Aletha said, it anything from the in the life of to setting goals, setting habits, mindset, boundaries, bound, setting boundaries, uh, or even more tactical stuff, you know, like Alita said, branding or marketing or growing your email list or whatever it might be, you know, between the two of us, we have quite a broad range of experience, experience. and failures too. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely probably talk about failures. I love failing for forward. I'm really good at it. What? I mean, I think learning from failure is probably the number one thing you can do to be successful, but we'll have an episode on that for sure. So. Thanks for joining us on this episode and, you know, hopefully come along for the ride. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah. All right.